I mean, sometimes that's just the way it goes. At least let them know how much you value it so maybe you can enjoy it to the degree of you enjoying it by yourself or with other people who value it as much. But I don't think it's your necessarily your partner's job to value it at the same level you value it. If someone has a 8 out of 10 thing they want you to do and you're 10 out of 10 against it, there's there's your answer. And so these numbers, numbers can really help you make effective choices. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode, episode number 1,541, One Reason You Don't Feel Like You're Making Progress. Today, for episode number 1,542, an easy way to express your relationship needs. First off, shout out to all of our what did I tell you? Fiji? I believe we're the, in the top five right now in self-improvement in Fiji. So shout out to all of our new NLU listeners in Fiji. Grateful shout for out. each and every one of you. All right. <clears throat> so this week has been mayhem, to say the least. Right now it is 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday. And this episode that we're recording is dropping at 5 a.m. on Wednesday. So not many hours from now. So Monday, Alan and I usually record our episodes. We try to get seven episodes done. I get up early Monday. I get up at five o'clock. I was in here doing stuff for clients and just plugging away. So I worked for like two and a half hours. Taryn's phone goes off at 7.30 and she got a call. And I was thinking to myself, that's very weird. We don't usually get phone calls, personal phone calls at 7.30. She came in and she said, hey, I'm going to keep it private for her privacy. But she said, hey, something happened. Are you able to take the day off? And normally, under most other circumstances, my answer would be, well, no, you know Monday is the day we record all of our episodes. If I miss Monday, I am in trouble. But based on the conversation we had, I knew that this was something that was super, super important to her. And this is something that Alan taught me a while back. I don't know if Emilia came up with it or you came up with it. I'll, I'll let you explain it. But this is something that I knew that was 10 out of 10 important for Taryn. It wasn't just a, hey, can we go get coffee? Or, hey, can you come shopping with me? This was, there's something going on in the family and it would really mean a lot for you, uh, to me, if you were there. So I said, absolutely. Let me know when we're leaving. I'll text Alan. We'll figure it out. And it was very much that Right now, this is the main pr priority and everything else, I'm just going to have to figure out. I'll just figure out how we're going to record the episodes. Alan's going to understand. Alan has 10 out of 10s. Emilia has 10 out of 10s. Sometimes that's the way it goes. And honestly, you're blessed when it doesn't go that way because it's, it's usually serious stuff when it happens. So an easy way to express your relationship needs is when you're expressing something vulnerably to your partner. Again, it doesn't have to be to your partner, it could be in any relationship, family, friends, whatever. 
if you say to someone, hey, this is a 10 out of 10 for me, this is of super importance. This is something that means the world to me. I told Alan when I went back to jujitsu, I said, this is a 10 out of 10 for me. This is 10 out of 10 fulfilling. You're gonna, I'm going to be different. I don't know how to explain it, but I just am. If I said, I don't know, if I... If I well, you're definitely different with your yeah, shoulder. my shoulders. My shoulders, <laughs> Jeff. I don't even think it's from jujitsu. That's the thing that's frustrating. I don't know what it's from, but I'm going to figure it out. It's all good. But just as an example, if if Taryn came in and said, "Hey, will you come get coffee with me?" and I said, "Well, on a scale of one to ten, what is it for you?" and she said, "Oh, it's probably a two out of 10. I most likely wouldn't have done it, and she also most likely wouldn't have expected me to do it. And that's the important piece: is you have to understand what your 10 out of tens are and what your partners or family members or friends are, because it kind of is the, it's the card that you pull out that says, "Hey, I really need you." I'm not just saying I need you, but I re- it would really, really mean the world to me if you were there for me. And it's almost it almost allows you to avoid those scenarios that un- I'm sure we've all had, unfortunately. One of the things that becomes a hole in the relationship. I don't know if you've had those, but I've definitely had those. Hey, Kev, I'm going here. Can you come here with me? And I didn't do it. And looking back, it's like, oh, that was the beginning of the end. For sure. That was something that I broke trust with that person or I lost their respect or whatever it is. So that is the easy way to express your relationship needs. Come up with an open and honest conversation around, hey, let's get clear on what your one out of tens are, your five out of tens, your 10 out of tens. It might not be easy to do because it's going to require vulnerability, but it's a nice little system to have that I think you can rely on. So this was actually born, uh, it was me and and Emilia and I really did this, but I've always been a big numbers person. So two, maybe three years ago, I'm not sure which, we were doing Books for Babes, which is a charity initiative that Emilia and I started, primarily Emilia, but Emilia and I. And what we do is we we get donations for these amazing books and we put them in boxes and we write handwritten letters to the kids and we give them out to kids on Christmas, uh, underprivileged children. And this was two or three years ago, I forget which, but it was December, it was Christmas Eve, which was the 24th, and we we were at her family's place doing the holiday festivities, and then we were actually at Emilia's parents' place, putting the books into the boxes, writing the letters, doing all the stuff. We have little bookmarks, it's, it's a really cute thing. And then we go back to my mom's place, and we are finishing the letters. And she ended up falling asleep. She was exhausted. And <clears throat> I didn't wake her up. I always try to protect Emilia's sleep. She's had memory challenges in the past. She doesn't mind me sharing that. And sleep is the most important thing. And I, I got her a book called Memory Recovery that I've talked about. And sleep is the most important thing for memory recovery. And her memory is 10 times better than it was back then. And I just always protect her sleep. Because to me, that's the 10 out of 10. Her brain. Okay? Now... When she got up, she was a little frustrated. She's like, why didn't you wake me up? And I was like, because I'm protecting your sleep. And she's, well, we were supposed to go back to my parents and we were supposed to deliver the, the boxes to the, to the teachers. This was during COVID, so the teachers were distributing the, the um, books for us. And we actually, later that night, it's actually really funny in hindsight, because during COVID, you're just trying to figure it out. And we were <laughs> delivering boxes of books at 2 a.m. to these to the in in her prius uh to these 
houses that we had never been to. And I'm, I'm like, sweetheart, this is, this is not good. You know, we're trespassing kind of, do these people know we're coming? You know, that kind of thing. So it was, listen, we got to go home. We could do this in the morning, in the daylight. So that was actually really funny. We were committed. It's like 2 a.m., right? But anyways, uh, we were finishing the letters and she's like, you know, why didn't you wake me up? And I said, because sleep was the 10 out of 10. There were three, there were three things that, three priorities at the time. There was go back and have finished dessert with her parents, you know, deliver the books for books for babes and sleep. And I said, I, I prioritized your sleep above the other two. And she's like, well, they're all important. I said, yeah, but they're not equally important. And we had this really cool moment where I said, zero to 10, what's the mo what's the 10 out of 10? She's like, they're all 10 out of 10. And then my math brain went, that's impossible. Like, what, if you could only do one of the three, what would it be? And I've since had many team members, and, and Kevin and I coach a lot of women. A lot of our team is, is women. And, and this is Amy Lenius's words, not mine. She said, women struggle with not having everything be a 10 out of 10. When you ask your core values, and I coach a lot of women as well, and again, some men struggle with this too, so I don't want to do the male-female thing. Like, I really don't. But Amy says, women in particular and this is her words, not mine, they really have trouble understanding what is most important because they're conditioned to believe everything's important. So right now it's 8.42 p.m. on a Tuesday, and the 10 out of 10 right now is this podcast episode because we've never missed an episode and we never will. If for whatever reason something was wrong with Emilia right now, I would stop this recording immediately and that would become my 10 out of 10. And so the 10 out of 10 can change, but there's only ever one 10 out of 10 at a time. And I think that that's beautifully powerful because I think all of us are spread so thin trying to do so many different things. And it's really empowering to say, you know what? This podcast is going to get my full attention right now. You and I both talked to Taryn and Emilia earlier tonight and said, listen, tonight's a wash. Kevin and I have to record because we've, we've got to make up for earlier this week. And she understands, and Taryn obviously understands too, because you were there for her on Monday. Understandable. And so when Kevin texted me, hey man, I need the day, of course. This is a 10 out of 10 thing for Taryn. And if it was 10 out of 10 for Emilia, he would give me that same grace. And I think that that's one of the benefits of understanding what the 10 out of 10 is. You can kind of make those decisions on the fly. Well, and you and I, <clears throat> I know you so well, and through you and knowing you, I know Emilia really well. and through knowing me and you and I knowing each other for as long as we have, you know, Taryn. So we understand, maybe not, I, I don't understand Emilia's 10 out of 10s like you do, but I have an idea of them, just like, yeah. just like with Taryn. For sure. I, I've gotten several emails when I was supposed to be on podcasts where people would message me, and it might be last minute, it might be the day before, week of, and they'd say, hey, I'm so sorry. I need to reschedule. There's a family emergency. And I would always message back, don't, you have nothing to be sorry about. Don't worry about it. We'll get, we'll get on the schedule when, it, when it's, everything's fine. And I always say family first. Because to that person, they're pretty much saying, my family is 10 out of 10. Awesome. Cool. I can't imagine a world where I would ever give somebody pushback for that. You do you. I think. It's the way I it agree. should be. I say that to the team all the time. Family first. Family first. You you got to take care of as much as as much as NLU and everything we do is a ten out of ten for us. I understand that it might not be for the team right now with, mm -hmm. with life going on. But it depends. Yeah, of course, of course. 
it it depends, right? If you have if you have something like a team member for example saying say, for example, wow. Excellent speaking out. Hey everybody, my name is Bianca and I am the co-founder and COO of Evolve Ventures Technologies. The only reason I'm able to do the things that I'm able to do today is because of the guidance that Alan gave and how much he never gave up on me even when I wanted to. If you are looking for a coach, if you're looking for a mentor, there is no one better than Alan. There's nobody who's done more research, there's nobody who's put in more effort than him. He will go above and beyond to make sure that you become everything you've ever dreamed of. And I'm the proof. Alan, you changed my life and I will forever be grateful for you. If one of the team members, for example, uh, one of our team members, I'll keep it anonymous, had a mother-in-law that was having a really hard time health-wise, we're never going to be like, no, 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 focus on the work. It doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. But if, but if, and this is the key, <clears throat> and hopefully this will resonate with everybody in an intimate relationship, if Emilia was saying everything's a 10 out of 10 all the time, yeah, yeah. Th- this would never work, right? It's not like Taryn plays that card that often. Well, it is kind of that, you know, just like, like the me. boy who cried wolf card, where we exactly. have to have the we have to have the understanding that I know you. It might sound, and I don't mean this in a condescending way. It might sound cute for you to say, "Yeah, going to dinner is a ten out of 10, When in reality, we both know that's not sustainable. And, and Taryn's never done that, exactly. but just as an example. And to your point of the rescheduling of podcasts, if it happens six times, you kind of yeah. know, right? And and so. Your your track record speaks volumes. Kev can always tell when I'm Jeffin because I'll I'll say like something like, "Hey man, uh, you know Tucker did poopies and you know and it, those are true." But the truth is, I'm gonna be late. I need it. I'm gonna be late, and I'm sorry. And you, you know I'm you, you're gonna have to deal with it <laughs> because I'm out here Jeffin. But as long as it's not all of the time, it's understandable and it goes both ways if kevin's ever late he's never going to hear a lick out of me you're if you're ever unavailable or you have something come up or you need to pivot on something you're never going to hear me say anything about it because i understand that there's two sides to this coin and i think on one end people sometimes aren't supportive or understanding enough like i I was on monday i was like no of course do you but and then sometimes you get walked on because you're overly supportive. And I think we all need to find five. We call it drive to five for the new listeners. It's it's that that centered middle point of too much or too little of, of something. In this case, too much understanding, you might get walked on. Too little understanding, you obviously aren't being super supportive. But it's just super important to know your partner. I guess in this context, we're mostly speaking about about partner. But even if your parent values quality time with you and you only get to see them around the holidays, this is why things can get wonky because their 10 out of 10 might be you going to the holiday thing when for you it's not a 10 out of 10. And that's where boundaries come up and, and that's a whole that's a whole nother episode. But at least when it comes to the intimate partner thing, I've had a lot of friends who, and clients in the past, but Alan's coached way more relationship clients than I have, but 
they would say, well, I don't, it's frustrating to me that my partner doesn't value what I value at the level I do. And I, I always used to say, some, I mean, sometimes that's just the way it goes. At least let them know how much you value it so maybe you can enjoy it to the degree of you enjoying it by yourself or with other people who value it as much. But I don't think it's your, necessarily your partner's job to value it at the same level you value it. There's no such thing, from my understanding, of an intimate relationship or any relationship where every core right, value is right. fully aligned. But what you can yeah. do is say, for me, this is a 10 out of 10. It would really mean the world to me if you would join me. And then we've talked about that before. What would you do for someone else that you wouldn't do? What would you do with someone else that you wouldn't do by yourself? Because for you, it's not a 10 out of 10. I have one more example that I think will land that's very powerful. So Emilia had asked me that one layer deeper is not only, hey, is this a 10 out of 10 for you, but how much is it not aligned for you? So I'll, I'll explain with a, an example. So Emilia and I were on a walk one time and she said, listen, I, I had to reschedule my nail appointment and I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gym right after we go to the gym together. Is there any chance you'd come with me? And dude, for me, and I, <laughs> I'm doing up right now. And I told her this too. I'm not going to go into the nail salon. I, I just am not doing it. And I asked her, I said, is this a 10 out of 10 for you? And she said, no. And I'm like, okay, how important? Zero to 10. She's like, probably like a four. I said, okay, well, it's a 10 out of 10. I don't want to do this at a 10 out of 10. She's like, well, why? I said, listen, the, the, the conversations that go on in a nail salon for me personally are not super aligned. And, and the last thing I want to do is leave the house and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a day that I want to do back office work and I have a lot of work to catch up on and I've got an event coming up. So at the end of the day, these are mature, honest conversations. You know, just like I say to her, I don't want to watch the movie with you. If you don't, if I'm going to misalign you, that's what we call it. If I'm going to misalign you too much, I would rather watch it alone because I don't want to feel guilty that I'm misaligning you. You know, the deal, like when Taryn watches UFC with you, if she's not enjoying it, you know it's not going to be as enjoyable for you. And, and that's kind of one of those things that you, number one, you have to understand what your 10 out of 10s are. And then you also have to understand, and this is me coaching couples all the time, what are your hard stops? I'm not going to the nail salon. And it's not anything against the nail salon. I just, I don't even like going to the barber. I have Emilia cutting my hair on purpose because I don't like going to the barber shop. Right? So, if someone has a eight out of 10 thing they want you to do and you're 10 out of 10 against it, there's, there's your answer. And so these numbers, numbers can really help you make effective choices. And the, what I, the last thing I'll say, very last thing is you don't have 50, 10 out of 10s. Emilia and I are very clear on what our 10 out of 10s are. And it's very important not to have 100 of them, not to have 50 of them. Because if everything is a 10 out of 10, nothing's a 10 out of 10. That's like, what's your favorite movie? Oh, I love all movies. Okay, well, now there's no contrast. Every movie's equal, right? Have, who here's ever seen an awful movie? Again, I'm just proverbially raising my hand. Okay, you don't know what a great movie is until you've seen an awful one. There are no, there is no every movie's a 10 out of 10. So think of your favorite movie. Now compare that to the awful one. It's important to know what your favorite movies are so that if you're going to pick a movie, you can pick one you know you're going to enjoy. And again, that's a metaphor, but... I got something for you. I watched a video, got? and this is completely off topic. <clears throat> okay. I watched something the other day that said that Jack from Titanic 
is a time traveler. And the reason being, you know the lake he used to ice fish on, he said? That is a man-made lake that was not created in 1912, first of all. The roller coaster that he mentioned didn't exist till 1917. So there are rumblings on the internet that he was a time traveler. And I just thought you would like to know that. Okay? It, now, hold on. The fact that I used movies as a yeah, reference yeah, it it up, made it you think up. of that? Well, your favorite movie is yes. Titanic. Now, yeah. here's the other thing. If you look at all the other James Cameron movies, which James Cameron is the one who directed Titanic, they're all science fiction. All of them, pretty much. Time mm-hmm. travel, Terminator. So, I have something for you as well. All right, go quick. Go quick. I didn't expect did, this. Did you? I'll go quick with this. Yeah, yeah. This is important. Though. I don't think so. Probably not. For for anyone who is a <laughs> yeah for anyone who's a fan of Titanic, and or movies. Okay, Jesse on the NLU team. Shout out to Jesse. She came to me one time and she said, "I watched it again." Titanic. And I was like, oh, me too. 25th anniversary of Titanic came out. I went and saw it in theaters in 3D. It was awesome. Okay. Now, at the end, the woman in bed is passing away. And in the last scene, it's only the people that passed away on the ship. Did you know that? I didn't know that until the 25th anniversary. So when she closes her eyes and it's, you know, it scans across the pictures. And then it shows Rose meeting That's Jack the at the stairwell. Those are all the characters mm. that died. It's none of the characters that live. She's there. So she's there. She died too. She died in her bed. Like they said, you know, that's good stuff. But do you think or not that he was a time traveler? We didn't even get, I mean, you just avoided the question completely. <laughs> I don't think I do. so. No. Okay. There's other fair. facts too. I don't remember them, but there are some other facts. I'll look them up. I think those are probably just Jeffings in the you script. Think James Cameron is going to mess that up. Uh, you know, I don't think. I so. don't know, man. I'll have to get some more. If you're interested Did you, in this type of stuff, we're going to go quick with level. this. Mr. Andrews yes. yeah. in Titanic. I looked him up. The real, the real engineer. Fascinating. You get any context, or that's it? Okay. No, that's it. I, I, I'm a big fan of mathematicians and and engineers. Mr. Andrews. I like engineering and math. I know that a about lot. You. So that's it. It's a real person. I love when he says, "You're going up there." The the ship will sink. It's a mathematical certainty. I love that. I love that quote. So, anyways, I'm done with Titanic. Well, you um, know. So sorry for the wasting any of the listeners' if time. You, if you love Titanic, and you have an opinion on whether or not Jack was a time traveler, maybe Amy, after she listens to this episode, will put up a, a poll in Next Level Nation on. <laughs> What do you there think you of Titanic and, and was Jack a time traveler? If you have not joined Next Level Nation yet, please do. It is our private Facebook group for growth-minded individuals just like you trying to get to the next level. Link will be in the show notes, and we'd love to have you there, especially all of the new amazing listeners from all parts of the world. Speaking of time travel, our next episode tomorrow is going to talk a little bit about your future self and going there in advance. It's going to be cool. And I actually, next, the next episode, what's it called? The four S's of clarity. Clarity. They came from this book, High Performance Habits. I'm holding it up right now on YouTube. We have a book club every single week. If you've ever wanted to join a book club or you want to join a book club, alan at nextleveluniverse.com. Email me, say, hey, I'm in. It's completely free. I will send you the link to register. I'll actually register for you. Put your name, put your email. 
and I'll register for you. It's every Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is a very special place for next-level people to read next-level books. We talk about the book from every angle with all different walks of life. It's really, really, really cool. And we're 142 weeks in, so we have been doing this for quite some time. Please join us. Tomorrow, as Alan mentioned, for episode number 1,543, the four S's of clarity, Alan came to me and said, hey, man, I have an idea for an episode. I said, what do you got? He told me. I said, that sounds like a fire episode. We'll do it. Alan's going to lead the way on that one. So that is what we will talk about tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. And Jack was a time traveler. Find your 10 out of 10s. Next up, Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.